Welcome to The Everyday Salon, a podcast about the everyday challenges, triumphs, and best practices of growing a successful salon business. And speaking of challenges, your host Brandon Hensley and his wife Janet have seen their fair share as they own and operate the multi-location tangerine salons in Dallas, Texas. Be sure to subscribe as each episode explores topics designed to inspire creativity and educate on best practices for a thriving business. We are excited that you've joined us, so let's get started with today's podcast. Take it away, Brandon. Hello, and welcome back to the Everyday Salon Podcast. (laughs) We have two fun guests today, and we just realized that we probably haven't done a podcast this year. At all. At all. So it's nothing like Q2 to start the year over. So here we are. April. Yay. (laughs) Um, But we have the lovely Adrian. I'm back. You're back. And then we have a new guest, Addison. Hi, everyone. And we're here to talk about something super fun, which I think everybody is focusing on right now, which is recruiting. Getting people in to get a job. Yeah, because I don't know about y'all, but something changed in the last two years where the recruiting market really changed from people wanting to work and wanting to be a part of a salon like Tangerine or an education program to thinking they can just go do it on their own or maybe do it part-time or maybe do it where they don't have to work evenings and weekends and all that good stuff. So we truly had to shake up our recruiting game. Adrian, tell us what you've experienced with that. Um, With recruiting? Yeah. Um, It used to be I'd go to the salon, um, to the schools and kind of get people to follow me on Instagram first, kind of get interested in tangerine and then uh, having them come shadow me. Yes. Um, And so I know Addison is starting our recruiting and I've actually talked to him about this recently about what how I what I think he should start doing well what's funny is I don't know if you remember this but right before the shutdown I want to say it was the first week of March me you and McKenna went to our local Tony and Guy Guy. school do you remember that and I invited everybody well we walked in there and literally their eyes were glazed over they're like oh great another commission salon trying to sell us on the dream yada 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 but by the end of it they were like okay I can do this yes this sounds like I want this Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and the energy was there and then COVID happened and we didn't we've never seen a single one (laughs) of those people again so I hope that they are successful at whatever they chose to do because Lord knows they had a rough go after like yes it was right before Uh, yeah right before you taught a curtain bang class which I think is a really cool way to introduce your salon to um cosmetology schools in general but that was such a successful visit like I remember feeling so good about it and then nothing we couldn't even go to schools (laughs) for like a year after that so we were pushing the reset button and Addison is playing a huge role in that Yes, I'm very, very honored yes. and very lucky to be able to represent Tangerine Salon outside of the salon yes. and especially to people who are just, you know, getting started. I think it's like, you know, um, I wish I had something like this whenever I was in school where, yeah, we have career connection, but that's all online and then you have to go through interview processes. But when you have a salon that wants to reach out to you and wants to come and talk to you, you know, it kind of gives you inspiration to do good, do great in school so you can, you know, potentially work at Tangerine <laughs> Salon. Like, that's my goal. Yes. And so, and I think a lot of people just, you know, they get excited. They say, you want me, and so I'm going to do my best so I can become, you know, a stylist like Adrian at yeah. Tangerine Salon. 
Absolutely. And Addison has one of those rare personality types that I think you could put in a room with anybody, like any group of people. And he would be entertaining and magnetic and people would be asking to follow him on Instagram at the end yeah. of the day. Like truly he has such You'd a magnetic like personality. seven dinner invites yes. at the end of it. <laughs> we have invited Addison to like every public event we have because he's just, right. anybody will come visit our booth because he's there. So Okay, well I'm blushing. Oh, so. don't blush. Nobody can see it on the podcast. You're fine. But no, he's, so we're excited for him to be in this role and represent presenting us to these students because you want somebody there that's magnetic and energizing and really attracts the kind of person that you're going to want behind the chair. Because obviously as a stylist, we have to be magnetic and energizing. Yes. yes. You have to be. Yeah. So anywho, we're trying to get into the salons or I'm um, sorry, the schools earlier. That is the main goal before we would wait till they graduated. Whenever you get your graduation date, let mm-hmm. us know. We'll get you started in the apprenticeship. We got to scrap that. We got to get to them fast as soon as As they get out of school. Yes. As soon as they get started, get them into the salon in some sort of role, whether that's um, guest services, whether that's helping as a shampoo tech, just something to get their foot in the door and really learn about the salon. Um, But start that relationship really early is our new new tactic with our schools in general. So are you seeing people brand new to the school or have they been there a while and now they're just like searching for places to go like what is the scenario you're going into when you're at the schools yeah so so far what we've done is um so my first one what i did was i only spoke to people graduating so i spoke to these people graduating and they were looking for jobs they've you know already went to interviews they've already you know saw what that was like and then I was just another person in there talking their ear off about how good we are as not only a company but as you know more learning experience for them and so they were really interested in that but of course they already had their options as well so they were just going through that and they were just you know another one added to the book okay let me see what I can do but then I went to another institute, and that is where I talked to people just coming in. People just started last week. So they were super excited. So super excited. <laughs> yeah. And then I also talked to the people who were about to graduate, and I think, you know, telling them, like, yeah, we understand you want to, you know, out there you can do it on your own, but you're always going to want to learn more. And when you have to learn more on your own, it can it can go over your head. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I love to learn new things. I love learning new things every day. And I know it is difficult if like to get the experience of learning it and going for it, if that makes sense, like putting in the work to understand it. And with at Tangerine, you know, we not only let you learn it, but we're also going to teach you it and watch you do it and Mm -hmm. go from there as well. So those people were like, oh, my gosh, maybe I shouldn't do it on my own. Maybe I should go learn more. Maybe I should be with a company that wants to see me do more and learn more and better myself as a stylist behind the chair. I think um, being in the salon with other stylists as a master two stylist, some of my friends go to other classes and then they bring it back to the salon. So I'm able to watch them, learn from them and then do it myself. Versus if I was booth renting, yeah. I wouldn't have that. I mean, I'd have Instagram and YouTube and things like that, but getting firsthand <laughs> experience and questions and answers from other people, I think it's better to be around like-minded individuals if you want to grow. Yeah, right? most definitely. And that's what it's all about. And I think a big change or or something that salons and we can't do it alone it's got to be other salons making the same effort is going into the schools and talking about why apprenticeships are so important and that it's not just something we're doing because we want stylists to work here like obviously that's the payoff but Mm -hmm. we want stylists to be successful in this career path because the more successful stylists exist in this entire network just not at tangerine make the network stronger and so we don't want to just create good people to work for us we want to create good habits for salons in general where people value things like 
like apprenticeships and you know having that booth rent mentality is fine I think that there's people that can make a really successful living in booth rent but that's not for mm-hmm. everybody I even say tangerine's not for everybody you know we have a high expectation a high standard not everybody wants to do hair like that not everybody wants to be booked as much as they say they do not everybody wants to be booked back to back to back and does five to six people a day that's just not always the career path people want to go down, but that's our standard. And so we help teach that. We help prepare somebody for that. We give them all the tools, but that doesn't mean they can't take those tools and go work elsewhere after us and be just as successful. So it's just as much about building a successful salon for us as it is just creating a better network for hairstylists in general. Exactly. Yeah. So going in and selling that mission, talking about it, that's something I, I had a really good conversation with another local Dallas salon a week or so ago. And he said he goes in there too and just preaches what is important about an apprenticeship more than what's important about working for him, you know, and like what you're going to get from it and stuff. And that's something I think schools in general should work on a little bit. But if that means us or Addison going in there and cheerleading (laughs) for an apprenticeship, then so be it. We can take that on ourselves. (laughs) Exactly. And like I said, growing and learning is what I think everybody, you know, is what everybody wants. Yes. It's just, they want to learn new things. They want to be up to date with everything mm-hmm. and they want to better themselves. And that's what Tangerine Salon is here to help you yeah. with. Yeah. And another saying Brandon has that I always love is we have a big sandbox. Tangerine Salon is a giant sandbox and you can build any kind of sandcastle you want inside of it. So if you want to yes. come in, <laughs> you want to do, yeah, I mean, if you want to do the everyday hair, if you want to specialize in partial highlights, go for it. We have that, that sand for you to build. But if you want to come in and be an educator, look for your future, go to fashion week. We also have the sand and the capabilities yes. to build that yes. one too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Circling back to fashion week. Yes. Um, Adrian <laughs> over here. How many times have you been? Um, Are they still doing that program? Yeah. Okay. So, and they, I've seen them go, but you know, it, it shut down for a little while. Yeah. I think, I think fashion week was um, via yeah. Zoom yeah. last yeah. year. Yeah. So. <laughs> Virtual <laughs> fashion week. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool. But, but letting people know what opportunities are out there and that it's not just a commission salon or, or just a job that it is really building a career that yes. you want for yourself. And I even tell current stylists that if you want something, what do you want? Tell me what you want. Mm-hmm. Let's see what we can do to make, make that happen. Right. You know, but be prepared to hear what you have to do to make yes. that happen. Yes. Yes. And I think that that's something people aren't always prepared for. They want to be given given entitlement. You have something. to work for it. Yes. Or truly Prove to me that you want it. <laughs> yeah. oh, I love that. And then, and then you can get it. Yeah. Also, exactly. Adrienne has a unique personality where she can be really, really hard on people, but people still like her. Yeah. So <laughs> it's oh, a delicate balance. Because the they don't want to be on my bad side. <laughs> <laughs> is I'm it less back here? Is bad. that? There, there's an intimidation factor, but I think it's important to have a lot it's of a different yeah. personalities. Um, but Adrienne does have a really high standard for people that work with her and do yeah. want to come and shadow her yes. on a daily. I'm here to make money at the end mm-hmm. of the day, you know? Be better, be the best, make money. And if you're not here to do that, then you're kind of in the way. You're not doing this volunteer. I know. (laughs) We've been paying you this whole time. Um, No, and I agree. And that's something we are changing as well is approaching maybe a higher standard of education in our program. We used to take, I mean, I always said six to nine months, but truly it sat more like eight or nine months long, the apprenticeship, because we would extend if we needed an extra class. People would start late. We had a lot of time off over the past few years just for all different reasons. Um, so the program got really, really long, which is not something that students want to hear in school. No, no, they, right. they have just spent nine months in their program um, or longer than that, just depending on which program they chose to do. They are not looking to do this for another yeah. eight to nine months. And they were excited to hear that. Yes. They were excited that it's I, been cut. I <laughs> it's been cut. Was yeah, listening, short. I was listening 
to another podcast. You can t- say it. And um, <laughs> and they were talking about paying their dues and people, mm-hmm. like, should they be paying their dues and do it? I'm like, yes, absolutely. Like, I honestly feel like if you if I don't see that hard work in just this, how do I know you're going to have that hard work later yeah. on? You know what I mean? There's a vocabulary I think we have to change. And I think that when you went through school, it was paying your dues. Like, you got to pay your dues to reap the rewards of the success Mm -hmm. I built, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and you heard that from probably every educator you had. But in reality, we have to have apprentices. To survive in the salon, we need those positions. So (laughs) as much as it is maybe the grunt work, I always call it the support work. You're an extra set of hands for the salon and whatever helps it run easier is in your job description. Mm -hmm. As much as that is what their job is, we need them too. And so I think that dynamic changed because once upon a time, we could survive without apprentices or we could survive with one apprentice that Mm -hmm. was sitting in the back and folding towels for six hours, you know, Mm -hmm. the dynamic of the position change. So what I always do is I go in and I tell an apprentice that's feeling grunt work, taken advantage of whatever it is that they're feeling in that day, you're going to be a stylist someday. And someone else is going to do this for you. And somebody else is going to do this stuff for you. And you're going to appreciate it so much. What kind of effort do you want that person to be putting out every day? Mm -hmm. What effort, you know? So don't think about the job you're doing right now. Think about the amount of support you're doing for people that are going to be your peers yes. in like three months. Yes. <laughs> and what expectation? And you're going to need them. Yeah. You're going to be running mm-hmm. behind. Don't Absolutely. Don't think you're going to be on time as a protege. Exactly. You're going to need all of us. <laughs> you're going to need that shampoo. You're going to need that blow dry. You're going to need that clean towel or that mm-hmm. super hot, hot towel. So have that level of appreciation for the work you're putting in because yes. later you're going to really appreciate it. Hey, and you know what? It also comes down to how you treat your guest service team too. Yes. Because truly. a lot of people call and they say, who do you recommend or who do you think would be a best for me best for me and I'm like well let me think back of how the conversations I've had with these stylists mm-hmm. or these people I'm like you know what this person had a really good conversation I think you would be perfect for this person absolutely um, if you're just looking for somebody who can do a simple cut but you just love to talk I could just tell you're chatty over the phone so I'm like okay I know the perfect person who's going to be just as chatty as you so yes. then I'll book you with that person yeah. so you know uh Get throughout your whole yeah while you're learning and growing you're also you know you need to you're building relationships yeah, you're building relationships I mean, with that, everyone in the salon that is truly at its core the apprenticeship is for us to get to know a stylist and for them to get to know us like yeah. it, that is like at its core what we're doing here and then you audition to be on the floor mm-hmm. and then you get to go to the floor and you get to reap all the benefits like you said you paid yeah. your dues but i think there's more to it now than the grunt work it really is about creating a position that you're going to really find valuable later in your career yeah. Even though you don't see value in it right no. now. Yes. Yes. That you will do later. <laughs> um, I do have a question. What is your follow up with the students? Is there a follow up? Oh, like after you meet I, them? Yes. I, so well. I did suggest. Yes. Mm-hmm. She you. did suggest. <laughs> as I was sitting in her hair, in her chair. <laughs> getting your hair done. Getting my hair done. Adrian yes. has all the suggestions. <laughs> I have a list. It's an ongoing. And they're great. They're perfect. Tangerine, what we could do better with. <laughs> um, Always I growing suggested, here. Yeah. Because, like, I used to invite people to shadow me. Mm-hmm. Maybe having an email, professional email, mm-hmm. that you can reach out to these students. Hey, I knew you were interested, blah, blah, blah. I have a stylist. If you would like to fo- shadow them a certain day, let me know. Come into the salon, hang out, watch some hair getting done, see how we run, yeah. so forth and so on. And getting them into the locations is so important, too. I think that our best new hires came from when the Aveda Institute, other salons, 
or institutes have done it as well, but Aveda used to do a bus tour mm. and they would get everybody on a big old bus and they were always two hours late to wherever they were supposed to be. <laughs> yes. But we try to be at the location, looking our best, have the stylist there to answer questions too. But you could present your salon. Like imagine that you're walking into the school, mm. but you brought the salon with you I know. and you can talk about the apprentice program, let them see people working, let them see how we, what we provide. See the salon. Yeah. The salons yeah. are beautiful. We I got more, yes, we got more applicants from that than, than any career fair experience ever was because they get to see it. They get to be in the building as they're going through it. So are you saying <laughs> we should maybe get a tangerine bus? <laughs> hey, we actually have a tangerine bus, but Brandon took yeah. it to Florida with him. Yeah. <laughs> and beep, beep on over yeah, and tell people to hop on in and let's go for a drive. I yeah. mean, I hope COVID's at least in the past enough where they can start doing the van tours again because it is super important. It I, is. I think I think also on a map, when you look at the word Capel or Allen or Highland Village, you're like, that's on the other side of the earth. But when you <laughs> took a 20 minute bus ride to get there, you're like, oh, it's not that's that bad. bad. I can see myself yeah. driving out mm-hmm. here every day. So mm-hmm. I hope that that happens too. But getting them into the salons, whether it's for a shadow day, an in-person interview, something where we, they can see that space mm-hmm. and, and connect to it in that way really, really, I think would make it stronger. I think yes. so too. And then also like just having presentations as well you know Mm -hmm. maybe a little slideshow maybe little pictures we don't have a powerpoint well so what he did this last time were meet and greet so he went classroom to classroom classroom. um but aveda does where you can be their like 9 a.m speaker and like you start everybody's day they'll like bring everybody to the main room and be like yeah that sounds fun i know it's it's actually really nerve-wracking because they give you a microphone (laughs) and then you have to talk in it and i can't do it so i just yell like right now i put the microphone down i just (laughs) yell at people there's something about holding a microphone that just just makes you nervous it really is nerve-wracking i can't do it with this we're just gonna yell at everybody (laughs) listen in but what's cool about those is bringing somebody to do a presentation. So like the time that Adrian went to the Tony and Guy school, that was so great. Um, she did like a curtain bang tutorial. So mm-hmm. she had one I of her stylists that. that wanted bangs and she just cut them in front of everybody. Yeah. So yeah. And bangs are always the thing. Yes. Everyone wants bangs. It's hit or miss. <laughs> are you going through something? As, as yeah. I'm sitting here right now with my new bangs. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It is. It what's is going a transitional on in your life time. before we do bangs? Yeah. That's usually the question. But we have a lot of changes we've made to the apprenticeship this year, particularly a shortening it, which I think we'll do a whole podcast on um, our new program and our new outlook on it, but shortening it, getting more people involved in it, and maybe even letting people know earlier in their career with us what we see in their future. I have, I like hate to say this number out loud, but truly I think it's a 50-50 chance that any apprentice is going to make it or not make it through our apprentice program. But that holds true for school as well. Yeah. Yeah. Not everyone goes and does hair. Oh school. yeah, and no, then they it's get even licensed. less once they get yeah. to the salon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I have like twenty people, like one. <laughs> well, you we could we can literally yeah. hire eight people for an intro program, and maybe six of them may move on to advanced, and then four of them move on to the floor, yeah. and that's a successful program for me. Yeah. Like that's yeah. like a good percentage. That yeah. is good. Which is nuts. I know. <laughs> it feels nuts because that's a lot of people that come through. But like Adrian said, they either choose to do something different. I can't tell you how many old apprentices I see on Facebook that have office jobs now, or yes. go back to college, mm-hmm. or just take their career and go a completely different way. Um, but that's okay too. You yeah. know, it's a learning position. It's not for everybody. Definitely not for everybody. And I think a lot of people go to hair school because they have, they don't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. And then they do that and they're like, okay, well, I guess I did this. Now I should get a job. And then they're in the job and they're like, whoa, this yeah. is probably not where I want to be. Yes. This is not working out for me. Yeah. I can see that. Or they, I mean, I've literally had people say, I, I don't want to blow dry every day. 
Yeah. <laughs> I just, I know I like doing hair. I can hair color all day long. I can cut. I just don't see myself sitting here and blow drying hey, every that's day. That's the pretty part. <laughs> hey, you have the passion for it, though. If you don't have that passion. Is, if you can give a good blow dry mm-hmm. and a good shampoo, they will come back to you every single time. Speaking of blow dries, do you feel like blow dries have gotten weaker in cosmetology students yes. <laughs> now than in the past? But you know, I think I really learned how to blow dry when I was an assistant. Yeah. And watching, because there they teach you, you know, use the brush and power dry and blah, 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 you know. I think when it was here and it was just looked so magical, I was just like, oh, yeah. I want to <laughs> do, do that. I want to do that. I want to blow dry like She looks like a princess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is the aha moment of your haircut and your color. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we drive. Why pass on that. No matter how long our program is, I would say there's this weird importance put on blow dries that drives us through the whole program. I mean, like from beginning to end, we're like, get better at your blow dry, work on your blow dry, buy a better round brush, yes. practice on a mannequin. Like you have to be good at this, not just because there's an expectation from guests that already come to the salon that they're going to get that, but also, like you said, it is the icing on top of yes. your cake. Yeah. Like you have to blow dry the they what you will, just did. We have salon clients across the board. And if you give a good shampoo and blow dry, they will be your guest. Yeah. And they will stop seeing X, Y, and Z. Which we need more entry-level stylists. The yeah. best thing about Tangerine yes. is the long-term potential of every person that we hire, but then that means that we constantly need a good flow of those entry-level stylists mm-hmm. to have that lower price available for sty- uh, guests that might feel priced out by the increases mm-hmm. that their stylists are getting. them in. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me go grab my bus. He's three days into this experience. <laughs> three days, Adrian. Three days. No, but Addison's doing a great job. The other big thing that we're going to do is have plenty of materials for these students to take home, have a really great website, landing page for them to get to and learn about tangerine after they leave make applying from things like our instagram really really easy we're trying to make a two-click apply or they click the link on our instagram and then the very next thing they see is careers where they can go and immediately apply but also getting them to our instagram so we're doing contests when we go into the um, Uh schools that was fun Mm -hmm. what is it where they follow both of our pages and then they have to interact with one of the page, like one of like our stories. And then, well, I gave them a free cup, like a cute little tangerine salon mm-hmm. cup, but mm-hmm. we have like different prizes they can get, oh. but just getting them out there, getting them to know, Hey, we have two salon pages that you need to follow both of them to mm-hmm. keep you up to date and to really get the behind the scenes of tangerine salon. Yes. So, so uh, speaking of the two pages, so we have at tangerine salon. So that is the main Instagram page where we post the after looks from our guest, um, you know, the, the things that we want our clients to see. And then we have Tangerine Salon Pro, which is what links to the podcast, but it also is for other stylists, the stylists that live far away, our own stylists to stay connected to one another. Uh-huh. And that's where we'll post things like formulas or highlighting oh, techniques. Okay. And so we're encouraging students to obviously follow both of those, but the Tangerine Salon Pro is where they're going to get insider tips for career path, things like that. I like it. Yeah. yeah it's really cool. So if you don't follow... Listeners. No, I think I'm on both. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> but if anybody listening doesn't follow, I recommend you follow both of those accounts. Stay up to date with things that we're doing. We're always posting fun things, but then we also post when we post new podcasts, too. Yes. What Yay. else could we do to get people? Because we have a new program starting soon, right? Um, yeah. So we have about eight weeks before the new program would start. I've already got a handful of people hired for it. Um, benefits that we changed just recently. I was 
able to announce on our recent guest service meeting so that exciting. we have started paid time off for our hourly employees. Yeah, I actually just submitted mine. Yeah, I saw that. Addison is having a spectacular <laughs> two-week vacation to Yay. South Africa. Yes, 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 yes. Which he now gets paid leave for. So how cool is that? Oh, how that's nice. Fun. Yeah. Okay. Um, but we had previously reserved that for commission level stylists. Mm-hmm. So after you hit the floor, after one year of commission averages, you would apply for PTO. We just started that for all hourly employees as well, which is really cool. And so now um, apprentices would also be have that. Now you do have to work here for a year. So hopefully you haven't been an apprentice for a year, but yeah. <laughs> at least your calendar would start at a, year, at a year as opposed to the apprentices had to wait to get to the floor for that, um, awesome. that to start. And these benefits, you know, whenever I was at these schools talking about it, I think a lot of people um, didn't realize, you know, when you're on your own, you don't, you don't have those benefits. You go out and you get those for yourself. And that is pretty crazy it's expensive <laughs> oh, yeah. and so I think whenever I was mentioning those they were like oh my gosh like that's already offered to us and I'm like yeah that will be offered to you mm-hmm. when you when you come into tangerine salon mm-hmm. so they were just you know I think they realized that was a big what is the percentage part. someone would take home booth renting you know I there is all sorts of numbers um like P- is that PBA did a big, re- big uh-huh. research study where they actually broke down, would you make more if you booth rented versus commission? And they're so slightly different. Um, but the workload is obviously different. Like there right. is a, you know, I hate to say this, but there is a tiny bit more you do as a take home for a booth renter. But for the amount of work that you did, you it should be more than the percentage that it is. Right. I don't want to say any wrong numbers, but I do. I have seen them broken down before, but between paying your own taxes, buying your own product, booking your own appointments, stocking your own place, paying the rent, time Time is money. money. And that's all time that you're not getting paid for, Mm -hmm. you know, going and buying a product for a guest is not time you're compensated for until you get that guest in the chair. So if they show, if they show, show. (laughs) okay, for sure. So I do think that with the offerings that we have and something I love to say is we're corporate light. So because we have so many employees, we're able to offer fun benefits like health insurance. We started a 401k in 2020 which has been great so far. I've seen my little um, interest already accrue on there. And I'm like, look at me. I've got compound interest. There now. you go. <laughs> look at you. But this little thing like that. <laughs> yes. But then we still have the fun small network. You know, you're going to know Brandon and Janet on a mm-hmm. personal level. You're going to know all of us. You're going to be able to have whatever career path that is, whether that wants to be an educator, whether that is to go to fashion week and still get all those benefits of mom and pop, but the big stuff mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And we all know each other from all the locations. Yeah. It's just not your location. Yes. Oh, yeah. So it's such a family. Yeah, such for sure. Family. Awesome. It's so good. Well, cool. I think our next week podcast should definitely be about the education portion of this and what mm-hmm. we've made changes and whatnot too. So if that interests you, take a look out for that. Um, but yeah, if you haven't liked us on Apple or Spotify or however you listen to your podcast, please go and drop us five stars. It means more people can find us and listen to us. And you know, we love to talk. And so the more <laughs> people listening to us talks makes us so happy. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> we'll talk more. We will talk more. This so, year for sure. Yeah. Hey. I mean, even if it's just, you know, me, Addison and Adrian. And I think we could come up with some things to talk about. Yeah, (laughs) I think so. But awesome. Thanks for listening. And we look forward to talking to you soon. Bye. Bye, everyone. We are so happy that you joined us for this episode. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Check out the show notes, links, and more at theeverydaysalon.com. We can't wait to chat with you again next time on The Everyday Salon.